Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Why, hello, 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 Internet, and welcome. It's Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means here on Ready Check Radio, it's time for a Gaming Gumbo, our weekly gaming wrap-up, whatever the hell we want to talk about gaming-related show. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man, as always. And this is episode 87, closing in on 100, gentlemen, closing in on 100, 87. If you're watching live on Twitch, we thank you so much. Get ready to chime in with your thoughts as we go along. If you're watching YouTube, listening on Spotify, iTunes, Audible, any of those places, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Give it a thumbs up, a like, a subscribe. Turn on notifications. Most of all, comment. Let us know. And if you like what we do here, tell a friend. Come join us live sometime. You can hit up readycheckradio.com there. All the socials are in nice one easy place in the upper right-hand corner for you. We got a lot to talk about, a couple game-related things, and then we were going to do something different last week, and then Troy went ahead and just didn't have electricity. <laughs> like, Played all weekend. Just didn't have electricity. So one of the things we had planned last week really wouldn't have worked if we had just like, hey, Yod, are you free? Can you jump in? Like, nah, would have put Yod in a, a bit of an awkward spot with about 40 minutes to go till showtime. So no show last week. And in fact, just a programming note, no show next week either uh, on the gaming gumbo front. There will be Relic Grind next week. There won't be gaming gumbo. It's Final Fantasy TCG pre-release weekend. Tough Nuggets. I'll be in Erie. Uh, with Torchwick. So joining me today to go over all kinds of fun stuff, Mr. Dom Greco. What's up, sir? Hello. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. How are you? Dude, you're you're looking less well. orange. Goose Goose Duck yeah. put out a new yeah. reveal trailer. It's been a busy week we for you. Did. Yeah. It's been it's been absolutely good. I've been wanting to like talk about that trailer for weeks now since we started conceptualizing it and uh it's it's great to have it out there and finally be able to share it with everyone. Yeah, is there a is there a press release that goes with it? I'd like to cover it Monday morning on MMO Bomb, but you know, it's right now it's just a trailer. Uh, so, will you guys have a release you can send me? I I can I can talk to people and we'll, we'll see what we can get you. Yeah, hit me up with a release because we're gonna cover yeah. the we're gonna cover the trailer re reveal uh, on, cool. on the site on Monday. But if you have additional details on it in a presser, we'd love to include them there. Sure. Uh, the gentleman not writing it up. <laughs> it won't be Troy. Mr. Troy Blackburn, the noob fridge. What's up, sir? I'm not good enough for uh, Goose Goose Duck, I guess. No, see, <laughs> those are my morning pieces, and you're my afternoon guy. <laughs> like, that was Troy's condition on taking the job. Was like, are you not going to make me get up early, are you? And I was like, no, I already have a morning guy. And he was like, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll take the job. I'll take the job. You do have electricity today. That's good. That's good. So, yeah, so it's, uh, it, it's it's bright in here. It is and, really uh, bright. I can see things. <laughs> you look so, super bright. With with the yeah, name Noob Fridge, how was your fridge doing during during the power? Oh, uh, we threw away several hundred dollars worth of groceries. It's oh. going in as part of the insurance claim from the storm damage. Oh, uh, that's always rough. Yeah, been there, been there. But could be worse. Everybody's safe. You still have home. A little bit of damage, but it'll be repaired, and you'll be all good. Yep. 
Hey, there weren't like official show notes for this show because, again, we had an idea planned because it was kind of slow last week news-wise. So we are like, okay, let's take another fun show and let's do this. And, and, and Dom, you and I were kind of batting ideas back and forth like, look, there's like no news. What, what do we want to do? And I was like, well, what if we did this? And you were like, well, that could be neat. Yeah. And then we hit Troy up and it was all good. And then Troy's power went out. So we moved it to this week. But we do have a couple things here that, that I just want to get your kind of gut impressions on. Uh, Capcom Spotlight had their, or Capcom had their Capcom Spotlight reveal this week, their kind of in house reveal of stuff, their own digital streaming event. And obviously, Resident Evil 4 remake was a big part of that. Not just the Resident Evil 4 remake itself, though. But then they also debuted the uh, the trailer for Resident Evil Death Island, the new CGI movie set to come out this summer. Peeped Jill Valentine in that trailer. So that's going to be kind of neat. I, I, I'm i a sucker for like Resident Evil movies. <laughs> like Not just the Amelia Jovovich ones, but like the CGI ones. None of the them. The CGI ones, I think, are better than the movies. I'm sorry. I agree. I agree. But yeah. none of them are terribly great. Uh, but that I'm a sucker for I was even a sucker for the Resident Evil Netflix series, and I know like everybody and their mother hated that. I kind of took the attitude of if this didn't have the name Resident Evil on it, this would have yeah. done pretty well. Yep. Uh, and so I'm going to pretend it doesn't have the name Resident Evil on it and just try and watch it for what it is, and I enjoyed it. Again, I go back, Resident Evil 4, they showed off a little more of it, and we're only a couple weeks away from that. Actually, wow, yeah, the 24th, so we're 13 days away from that uh, debuting, and I still look at it and go, man, I was totally wrong, Troy. That that thing did need a remake, because this is amazing looking, and you not being a console guy, getting to try this on the PC... That's got to be pretty exciting, right? Like, are you looking forward to this at all? Not not being a huge Resident Evil guy just because you're not a huge console guy. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to checking it out. I, I think it'll look fantastic on PC. Um, interested in checking it out for sure. Did you check out the demo? That did drop right after Capcom Spotlight. It's available on all platforms right now. Have you checked it out? The Chainsaw demo? No, I haven't gotten around to that yet. Oh, it's good. So you get to play like the early part of Resident Evil 4, so there's not really going to be too many surprises for Dom, you or I, since we've played Resident Evil before. Uh, mm -hmm. But it is unlimited. Like You can play it as much as you want. You can play it as long as you want. You just can't progress beyond a certain point, uh, and then you can just go explore. It is absolutely gorgeous. It is absolutely gorgeous. I'm just more interested in what additions like little subtle changes there are in terms of like the story and the yeah. way things are presented that's what i'm more interested in because they do say that it's not just remastered and improved systems and graphics they have said multiple times including in this week's capcom spotlight they said uh what's how what's the way they word it reimagined storyline mm -hmm. a reimagined storyline so there are going to be definite changes to this and we saw some in like the RE, RE2, RE3 remakes, but nothing huge, nothing groundbreaking uh, or or violently canon changing. I don't expect yeah, I don't, to see that in 4 either. No, I don't I do think, think it's going to be like Final Fantasy 7 remake. Right. It's not going to it's not going to be like that level of of changing things, but no. Right. I'm absolutely looking forward to it. And then Troy one you and I discussed on MMO Bombs uh, Always Online podcast yesterday. That's up on YouTube and on MMO Bomb. You can go check it out. 
Exoprimal, the insane thousands of dinosaurs running down buildings, looter, shooter, uh, live service game with a season pass. One that we've kind of been like, dude, this looks like stupid fun. Let's do it. Get in your mech suit. Go blast some dinosaurs. Going to have a beta, open beta next week, and then uh, launching in in July on PS4, 5, Xbox One, Series X and S, and uh, PC. Also on Game Pass which I think was the saving grace for me because not all of the information that we learned this week was great news for you, Troy, on this one, huh? No, a $60 <laughs> price tag for uh, what I was what I was thinking was just going to be a, you a know, just a stupid good time. seasonal game. <laughs> yeah, just an over-the-top, you know, ridiculous, fun game. Uh, for $60, i am not shelling out 60 bucks for that, sorry. Game Pass, baby. <laughs> game Pass. Dom's I, may have, I may have the game pass just so I can start game passing just so I can get this game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you pay $15. Let's say you don't have any demo time with them or whatever. You give them 15 bucks for one month and you're like, well, that was worth it. Like, now I know mm-hmm. if I want to play this or not. Hell, you could play the game for four months and buy the season. And that is the cost of the digital deluxe version. So, <laughs> by the way, you'll also have the rest of the Game Pass access point, too, for that same dollar amount. It wouldn't just be Exoprimal. So definitely one of those titles that I think, you know, we, we've talked, like, does Xbox Game Pass hurt game sales? And uh, you, there is an argument to be made that when you're a bigger company, probably... When you're a smaller company, it probably leads to more sales, right? Getting more mm-hmm. eyeballs on your game, and eventually your game will leave Game Pass and and people picking it up. But kind of look look at it like it's a blockbuster video. How so? Like you're renting games, you know, like you're paying a monthly fee instead of just like an individual fee. But you're just going and just grabbing more games every, you know, whenever you, you want. <laughs> remember GameFly? Just... Anybody remember GameFly? Oh my I god! Do unfortunately. <laughs> Oh my. Anyway, yeah, Exoprimal looking good. And then we saw Ghost Trick get a release date. Monster Hunter Rises uh, Sunbreak expansion is coming out in April uh, April 28th. And then the Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection coming out on April 14th. Honestly, I thought Capcom's show was pretty damn good. Like, there was a little bit across the board... Uh, Street Fighter missing, right? But we kind mm-hmm. of expected that because they were just part of the last um, Sony State of Play, and they're probably going to have something big planned for for E3. Uh, yeah, since, no crisis since Sony. Yeah, that's, that ain't going to be it. <laughs> no, Exo Primal's as close as you're getting, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you want dinosaurs? It's going to be Exo Primal. Uh, we are going to try and check out the beta next week. Don't know. It's supposed to launch on Friday for Exo Primal, but. And we'll, we'll see what time the beta actually goes up. It's only a, an open beta weekend, which is a little weird, right? Like an open beta weekend in March for a game that l- launches in July. That's kind of weird. Just an uh, open beta actually, weekend, and that's they're it. They're actually testing things, God forbid. Right, for a weekend? Like That's the weird part. Like, yeah. Okay, we're going to get 48 hours of testing in four months before launch. Maybe they just want to get an estimate on their server. Yeah, um, I, I see. That's the thing. If they would have called it like a network test or a server stress yeah. test, then I would. But they're they're billing it as open beta. Two weeks, yeah. two days, two days. <laughs> anyway, we'll see. 
We'll see. I'm definitely yeah, maybe that's as long as you need to to play the game to realize it's a sh- <laughs> play with mm. shell of the game. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh shit, we give them like four days. They'll have every mission four hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> that's no bueno. Uh, also, this past week, we did have some movement on, well, not movement, just maybe bitch slapping back and forth on the Sony-Microsoft fight, particularly in Europe over the acquisition of Activision Blizzard. The fun parts, the highlights for you this week that caused Troy to like almost uh, hurt himself rolling his eyes are <laughs> we finally hear the real reason Sony keeps fighting everything. The reason we all knew Sony was fighting this thing. Now, if you're missing some of this in the EU, the recommendation was that this merger could be detrimental to gaming and consumers in general. That doesn't mean that they were going to shoot it down. It was just their recommendation to the advisory board that was going to make a decision. That advisory board then gave themselves more time to make the decision. They backed their deadline up by like two weeks to make the call. Uh, And they were trying to say, hey, Microsoft, maybe you should acquiesce on a few things and it would help this deal go down a little better. One of which being divest yourself of Call of Duty. When all of us heard this, we're like, why? Why on earth would you divest yourself of one of the marquee properties from the company you're trying to buy? That's just not going to happen. So Microsoft flew out and schooled some people. They literally were like, look, if you think... Sony not having access to Call of Duty is a good reason to block this merger, then why on earth would us not having access to Call of Duty not also be a reason that you need to take in to consideration that the merger should go through? Like, why would you favor them? So no, we don't think we're divesting. We will offer the 10-year deals again. Nintendo and NVIDIA Cloud already did sign those 10-year deals, by the way. Sony still box at it. They even put up uh, other things like, hey, we'll let Sony put Call of Duty on PS Plus on day one if that's where they want to put it. And so then Sony turned around and was like, well, shit, Dom. What's our argument going to be now? Um, (laughs) Oh, I know. We're worried that we'll get buggy, inferior versions of Call of Duty. And then... Activision employees stepped in on Twitter. Oh, no. And they said, uh, CCO, I think it's CCO. I can't remember the title, her name. Uh, And she says, uh, you know, back in February in Brussels, Jim Ryan from Sony, he literally said why this is happening the way it's happening and why they haven't taken any of these deals. And she quoted him on Twitter as saying, I don't, I'm not interested in a new Call of Duty. I just want to block your merger. (laughs) Period. End of story. What do you think, Dom? (laughs) I I take it by your reaction. You did not know that that had happened this week. I did not. No, I did not. I approve. I approve 110%. I don't Um, want a new Call of Duty. I just want to block your merger. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a very Dom thing to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Troy violently. You sure, I didn't write it. <laughs> yeah, Troy violently rolled his eyes because he's been all over Sony even from the beginning. When you might have viewed them of, oh well, okay, I could see them having this complaint initially, yeah. 
But even right then, Troy was having none of it, and he's just definitely not having any of it now. No, it's gotten utterly just ridiculous uh, the way that they're going about this. And it's been obvious for a while that all they want is to just mess with Microsoft and, and try to prevent them from acquiring something they want to acquire. And at the end of the day, that it's, you know, it's slowly coming out over time that that is the end goal is just to keep them from acquiring and making an acquisition that would be good for their company. Isn't, isn't Sony in the Kobayashi Maru now though? Like this is the no win scenario, right? If, if the merger goes through now they've pissed off Activision or they've pissed off Microsoft so that I could definitely see some tit for tat. Like they'll, they'll obviously have to respect contracts when it comes to call of duty or things like that, that they've signed. Mm -hmm. But you've kind of made an enemy out of any game coming out of Activision, Blizzard, or King is going to be a nightmare to try and get on PlayStation platforms if you want it there. Uh, just because you've pissed Microsoft off by fighting this deal this way. And if you fight it off successfully, which none of us, I don't think, on this panel think will happen. We all eventually think this deal will go through. But if you fight it off successfully... Isn't Activision Blizzard just now pissed at you, Dom? <laughs> like, yeah. you stopped us from being bought? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I, the whole thing is just absolutely insane. It's just like, following it from the beginning, I was like, when it was first announced, I was like, what? Like, I'm now it's like, okay, some of it makes sense. And then it's like all this bickering and this pettiness. It's like, I'm here for it. I want, uh, give me some popcorn. <laughs> And that's all it is at this point. It's just yeah. bickering and pettiness. That, that's it really it. is. They, like they've lost all legitimate arguments that they've tried to present, and it's just it's just petty now. Yeah, it, it, I, like I said, it's it's like watching your mom and dad fight, right? And it's like <laughs> you know, you gotta if you're Microsoft, you gotta be like, wait a minute, you're seriously fighting us becoming the third biggest gaming company in the world. You're fighting us becoming the third biggest? Come on. Come on. Oh, by the way, you're one of the two that's bigger than us? Really? Mm. Stop it. Yeah. Can it's interesting. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. Um, last week we had planned. Didn't work out. Now we're going to do it. We're going we're gonna to go through just like some of our collection pieces. Whether they be video gaming related or tangentially gaming related, I know Troy does a lot of board game stuff, so maybe we'll have something board game related. Yeah, and and these things may not be like super valuable or anything. Like I don't think anything is gonna any of us are gonna show off huge collectors pieces that now we have documented on the video or in our house. Please come rob. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> the, kind of like the weirder the better, and I've got a couple that are just like neat and I like, and I wanted to bring. But I also have some like weird ones, um, and I don't know, chat. If you have um, weird video game collectibles you want to throw in chat, let us know, uh, and we'll bring them to the show. By the way, if you're watching and you have some weird little items that you think are neat in your video game slash video game semi even related board game related gaming related collection, Come on over to Twitter and put it in the replies to the the tweet for this uh, this show that goes out tomorrow when it's recorded, and we'll bring them to the next show. Won't be next week. No show next week. Be the following week. So, Dom, let's start with you. What what do you got? You got something neat? Um, yeah. I mean, so I have a couple things that are just like you remember this big bulky thing? Oh my god! You remember this thing? 
That is almost as big as the uh, <laughs> me. Yes, you, <laughs> that's almost as big as the Elder Scrolls Online one back in the day. Yeah. So in here, I've actually never opened it in terms of like getting the 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 piece out. But there is a uh, there's a Batman statue in here. A this Batman was, uh, statue. Yeah, this was from the. The PS4 uh, Arkham Knight or Gotham Knight. What is it saying? <laughs> what 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 did I buy? I don't remember which <laughs> game it was. No, it was one of the Arkham Knight. Yeah, it was is one of the the three Batman games in that that thing. But holy shit, that thing is massive. Yeah, it's huge. You didn't maybe consider uh, unboxing this before the show, right? No, I no, wasn't going to even have actually been... unbox it. I wasn't. I wasn't going to unbox it at all. I decided the last second to do it. He just, then, he's I like, just realized, I don't remember what I've this statue looks it. like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've never even seen it. Okay, that does so, look badass. Yeah, it's got batteries, everything to it. So, what's it do? Light up or something? Uh, I think the, the if I'm not mistaken, the uh, the skyscrapers light up below it, and yeah, nifty, so. nifty. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Troy. What do you got? What do you got first? Oh, I'll start out with something board game related. Oh, I see it. Original vintage Hero Quest, baby. Hell One yeah. that I've owned since I was a kid. I still have mine too, and I have the remake. <laughs> yep, got the remake, and all the. I got one of the pieces of the remake right here. I've got Mage of the Mirror right here. Okay, the remakes pieces are better. The, yes, the pieces are, are better. far better in the remake. Do you still have all the pieces to that? The original one? Yeah, it's still got all the pieces in it. Like um, the, the cardboard doors? Yeah, all the, all the cardboard pieces and everything. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the new one, it's got like those 3D printed mm -hmm. uh, pieces and stuff, and they're really awesome. They're really heavy and they're really cool. But there's just something about that old vintage one, man. It's, it's the one that we played when I was a kid. And uh, that thing's worth, uh, and the condition mine's in, because it's been played over the years, it's probably worth around a hundred bucks. Uh, sometimes you can find some worth two, three hundred dollars. That game took Havoc and I uh, an entire summer away from Havoc and I. It was one or two neighbors that we we played with basically every day. It was like, mm -hmm. all right, time to go to bed. Wake up, grab Hero Quest, go over to their porch, and that's where we were all day. We must have played those hundreds of times, hundreds of times. Dude, it was it was great, especially if you didn't have like a group of friends who was really like heavily into D and D. Yeah, like I could play this with my brother and my little sister played Hero Quest with. Oh, us. definitely. So so it, it was easier to get folks to get involved, but it, it scratched that it's just enough at the time when I was a kid. It, it was it's simple now, but as a kid, it was like man, I'm on a dungeon crawling dice rolling adventure. Let's go. Yeah, and the figures, even the some like the big monster figures were good in the original. They're even better in the remake, but then like the subs, mm -hmm. uh, the the subset of extra pieces, the doors and yeah. and shit like that, they're really nice in the new one. Here's one of the little, uh, one of the little cardboard bookshelves. Yep. Scratch that nostalgia itch in the back <laughs> of your brain. Fold the cardboard into a box and then push <laughs> down on the plastic top that held it all together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, this me for my first one is. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh, this man. is an ouya. For those of you that don't know, 
This was uh, an open source Android console uh, that was, I believe it was on Kickstarter, right? Uh, and it got like something like $7 million or whatever because they wanted you know everything to be on it that was free to play and you could have transactions, but you had to abide by certain rules and it was all open source and it was confined to this little thing and it had amazing specs and everything. And so it got funded to like seven or $8 million. And then it was a massive disappointment when it actually came out. Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> uh, and I'll tell you the only reason I bought this is probably the only reason a lot of people bought it. It was about a hundred dollars. I think that, yeah, like a hundred, 110 came with, this is the whole thing. Power button on the top, some input output stuff on the back and that's it. And it came with a controller which was hot garbage. It was the controller was legitimately garbage, um, and yeah, a USB, an HDMI, uh, an Ethernet, and a power adapter uh, socket on the back. The only thing I bought this for was emulation, legitimately, <laughs> because you could go to the the Android store, grab the emulators. And then because it had, you know, USB accepted some type of flash input, uh, in this case, USB, uh, you just, you know, throw all your ROMs on a flash drive, <laughs> plug them on in there, and away you go on your high-definition television, not having to emulate on your computer or anything. And actually, it served this purpose really well. It could do decently up through the PlayStation 1 age. Like, with no problem. So all of your SNES, NES, Atari, PlayStation 1, Genesis, like, it worked fine. It was great. The only drawback with it was it was only able to support a memory stick up to 256 gigs. So <laughs> you were capped by, like, how much you could put on it. Uh, and then, you know, fast forward, Raspberry Pi became a thing, and the Ouya died. <laughs> I was going to say, is this an ancient Steam Deck? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it's just not as... like this. It, it was cool, but not really. But not really. Yeah. <laughs> what do you yeah. got next, Tom? Um, I got... If you can't tell, I love statue-type things. Uh, so th these are two of my favorite... Well, two. It's it's one, one, one item, but it's from Mortal Kombat 9. It's the, the Collector's Edition bookends. Get the fuck out from, of here. I love these things. I love these. I am a huge Mortal Kombat fan. So I bought this collector's edition. This has been sitting on my shelf downstairs. And uh, I kind of forgot about it for a little bit because it's holding a bunch of games that I have in my old office. And when I came up here, uh, moved my office upstairs, I kind of left everything behind down there. So I'm glad that we did this so I can go back and be like, I need these up here. When's so. the last time you needed bookends for anything? <laughs> like, well, I use them. I, I would have like my games between them, you know, like. That's, that's pretty badass. Yeah, I, I just I love the the, the scorpion. Yeah, uh, going through, through it, going through yeah. your books right into Sub-Zero's yeah. chest. Baby. And Mortal Kombat 9 just happens to be my most favorite uh, Mortal Kombat game. You're so. next, Troy. I like your bookends, man. Those are cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go from something very old to something very new, something I just recently got from uh, Amazon Games. I got a uh, nifty little flask that's got the New World logo on the front you of it. New World, dude. <laughs> and then they sent some, uh, they sent three stainless steel little ice cubes. 
with the different faction symbols on them. And then uh, this neat little craft cocktail kit that I haven't used yet, but I plan on using maybe tonight. <laughs> now that I've dug this back out. I forgot yeah, I had I, this. I, I, dig, I dig this is a big old flask. It's a pretty good size flask. So was I'm that really from like a like press event? Leather. Yeah, it was from a press event. Yeah, so working in press, we we often get little trinkets and stuff. And uh, at least on the MMO bomb side, you know, we we don't accept gifts <laughs> of like any real monetary consequence uh, for obvious impartiality reasons and things like that. But they do send little trinkets and bobs like that, uh, sometimes without your permission. Uh, for particularly for the holidays, you'll just get it. And so some I'm of them missing- are. Some of them are neat. I'm missing one that I wish I really could have found. Um, it's boxed up somewhere, but uh, I'll just talk about it real quick. Just Guild Wars 2 sent a pocket watch one time, and it's 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 not like real gold or nothing, but it's a nice-looking heavy-duty pocket watch. Oh, I think watch. that was back in the Game Breaker days, wasn't it? Yeah, it, yeah, it was Game Breaker. Um, and I think it was when the the clockwork, the big clockwork boss came out, if, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, those two at least correlate in my mind together. Uh, I wish I could have found that because that thing was really cool. So I'm going to stick with those same like weird little things that sometimes they send out for press. And again, you know, they're often little just tchotchkes. Here, here's a flask type stuff. Uh, this one I thought was really, really neat. This is from the uh, Black Desert Online team at Pearl Abyss. Uh, and it's a block of wood that has, you know, a hole for hanging this on the wall. But the the sheet... Uh, is actually an art print on metal. And this That's was for their... Really cool. it, yeah, it's, the artwork's amazing. This was for their uh, Eternal Winter expansion, which isn't all that long ago. I think it's like within the last two years. And uh, there was even in the box for it, there's a certificate of authenticity uh, because there were apparently 300 of them made. And if oh, you're wow. if you're curious, I have number two forty three. Yeah, we Baron it was in chat when we got it, and we did an unboxing for it uh, on the Always Online podcast. But yeah, I've always thought this is one of like the cooler. I mean, all this is a block of wood with a metal print on it. So you, like, it probably cost them a dollar fifty to make it. You're right, <laughs> but it's absolutely beautiful. So that uh, that's from Pearl Abyss black desert and i've always thought man yeah. that's a really cool art piece i've never hung it up though never hung it up that's awesome what do you got dom uh i mean can you guess what my next item might be uh um, statue. statue related oh yeah maybe i have this huge master chief statue <laughs> which you may not be able to see very well there we oh, go there we go yeah you uh, got you gotta close yeah. enough that the glare is gone now yep. yeah yeah uh from halo 3 so this thing, this thing's been sitting once again, out of sight. Kind of forgot about so, it. So, as this, a as as of like a video game statue collector, like, do you mm-hmm. open them? Do you open any and have them displayed, or are you more like if you look in up here behind me, those all those Final Fantasy expansion boxes are the collector sets that have the big statues in them. The statues are still in those boxes. Like, I right. don't really display them anywhere. Do you? So. I keep a lot of them in the boxes. There are some that I will open. Uh, I have, like, I've moved and packed a lot of stuff up and never unpacked it. So I have a lot of stuff that are tucked away in boxes that I couldn't even find. So these these are the ones that were, like, in easier sight for me to get a hold of. But um, 
I I kind of forgot I had some of these, so it's actually kind of cool us doing this to to find them. I thought so too. Like I was going through different areas of my house, pulling things. I was like, oh, this is neat. I'll bring it. And then I, then I had like twelve, and I was like, this is way too fucking many. Like I got to cut this down to like six, you know, and whatever. Yeah. And, but I was like, oh man, I for, totally forgot I had this. Like I found a um, a Mario or a Nintendo uh, sticker album from 1989 mm-hmm. that I had collected every 3D sticker. And so it was just one of those like 59 cent sticker albums that you bought the packs and hoped you got ones you needed, right? Yep. And I had every I, single sticker in it. I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I forgot I, I was had trying this. To find, I was trying to find, I tore up like uh, a lot of boxes and stuff looking through. I was trying to find, I have uh, like the original NES Legend of Zelda like trading cards that you used to get. I think it was the same thing, the sticker book with the 3D glasses. Yeah, yeah. I could, I couldn't find it. Couldn't. I know I have them. They're here somewhere. What do you got, but. Troy? Uh, let's see. Let's go with a few pieces of my pop vinyl collection. Uh, I don't collect just all pop vinyls. I collect ones that sort of mean something to me. And starting out with uh, the Lich King himself, oh, Mr. He Arthas, badass. Because when you beat I've the Lich King that. in World of Warcraft, you have beat the entire game. I don't think I've ever it, seen it, that one. Does the, I wish, does the helm I wish come he had off? a Frostmourne. No, the helm doesn't come off. Oh, I just saw I the hair hanging out from behind, and I was yeah. like, oh. Yeah, he's got the hair, but he doesn't have the sword, unfortunately. But uh, I picked this up uh, one year during BlizzCon uh, online uh, because, you know, beating the Lich King was a big deal because it was me and just my friends. Like, I wasn't part of a big raiding guild at that point. I'd quit the raiding guild. So it was just me and my friends who went in there and beat Sindragosa, who was our main enemy in in that raid but also beating the lich king it was us it was friends and it was a fantastic experience uh then we move on to uh lord vivek here ah from iso yeah this i I got him specifically because of iso because the vardenfell the morrowind expansion yeah uh that that was my favorite story in eso uh that's the one where he's losing his power but yeah losing not telling anybody about it yeah yep that and then uh, I got Mr. I got Mr. Geralt uh, because The Witcher Three is the best RPG I've ever played in my entire life. Uh, it's my favorite RPG ever. And then just because I think it's cool, He Man on Battle Cat. <laughs> Battle Cat is heavy. That sucker is stout, thick oh. vinyl. But uh, He Man, He Man was my childhood. He Man and Optimus oh, mine Prime, too, man, man. Were my childhood heroes. I was never into Transformers all that much. Besides, hey, those are cool. But He Man, that was my shit. That was my shit. Yeah, I remember going to my local mall to like see He Man and Skeletor for like a meet and greet when I was little. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. these, I have about half a dozen or so of these. And if Havoc's in chat, he'll probably remember picking some of them up. Uh, and I don't, I don't know what the hell to do with them. Like they're wrapped in protective bubble wrap most of the time, and like tucked in a corner. So I don't know what to do with these. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. But I've got like six, eight of them or whatever, and they're the actual arcade cabinet vinyl uh, headers from old arcade games. So one of my favorites is the Nintendo Punch Out one, like the original. Nintendo Punch Out from 1983. But I have other ones that are like Centipede and the Dungeons and Dragons four player co op arcade machine. And uh, there's probably like six or eight of them there. We actually, Havoc and I and the rest of my family would pick them up at uh, anytime we went to Steel City Con here in Pittsburgh. 
there mm-hmm. was a, a company called Pack Rats that would this is what they sold. And you they're like I said, they're not like reprints or or anything. So you can see that, you know, you're always gonna get probably a little bit of damage or a little bit of flaking of the original paint job on the back of the vinyl and stuff. But I just thought they were cool as hell. I kept buying one or two every year or every uh, six months or so that we went. Uh, they have that too often now, Steel City Con. They're just, it's, just a, it's a big racket now, and I haven't seen pack rats at the last three or four, but I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with them. <laughs> but I always thought they were neat, and so I own them. Sure, why not? Yeah. Go ahead, Dolph. Um, So this is not a statue, but this... I was digging through the basement. It's in really bad condition because it's been sitting in my basement for a very long time. Anybody from the this this era of of gaming will recognize these things. Oh my god, we all had those. Yeah, yeah. the wow. little so, footlockers. Yeah, yeah. So it it was uh, really cool. Has all different designs from Mario. Uh, on all the, the the sides, used to store all my gaming stuff in them. Uh, and in fact, there's still stuff in it. And do, you know do what? Do you know what's in it? I haven't opened it yet. So when you come back to me, we're we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna see, dig through it. Your next one is we'll see what's inside. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Troy. Uh, let's go back to a board game thing that is really cool. This is a Toys R Us exclusive, still in the box. I have oh. the entire set. So do of the I. Flag bears, but I. But this is the only one I have that's still in the box uh, because I actually went to tournaments and stuff and played with mine. Yeah, uh, we played my kids and I taught my kids how to play HeroScape. We still have all of the huge sets and the small add-on sets in the garage and they're fucking worth money, yeah. man. Yes, they are. Uh, I, sold, I sold part of my... I've got one of the largest collections that I'm aware of uh, in the country. Um and I sold part of it off to build the computer that I'm on right now. <laughs> and it was just a small part of it. And I sold it for like a couple thousand bucks just for a few things. But uh, this little box right here, I think they were 15 bucks at Toys R Us. This is worth $85 right now. Holy Jeez. hell. Yeah, I'll have to look would, at how would much. Would you only. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. I was going to say, would you just sell your like duplicates or something? Uh, I was selling, I was, uh, we don't really play it anymore. So I was just selling off. Uh, I've got so much of it. Uh, I do have duplicates of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 I mean, nice. we, we had, I don't even remember. I think we got them for, for Christmas when my brother and I'm uh, havoc and I were younger and we got, you know, the, the huge, big starter, you know, thing that had mm-hmm. all of the pieces in it. We each got one of those. We each got the, like the two or three, uh, subsets that were bigger, but not as big as the like. So we had, I had two and three of all of them still sitting in my yeah. garage. I'll have to send you a picture. You can let me know if they're worth a damn. Yeah, I've actually got dozens of the, the last uh, time the we match. played was when my boys were like 12, 11 and 12. Uh, yeah. So they're still sitting there. They're all in great shape and all the pieces are there. They're just not yeah. new. We have played them. Uh, yeah, I've, like, I've got several dozen of the master set. I'm going to go with this. This is from Squaresoft. Yeah, Squaresoft on PlayStation, the collector's video. <laughs> oh. Yes, that's VHS tape right there, friends. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, Squaresoft put out 
to advertise Bushido Blade, Final Fantasy Tactics, which hadn't come out yet, Final Fantasy VII, which had, uh, and Saga Frontier, which was getting ready to come out in spring of 98. It's literally like a 12-minute commercial or so on a VHS tape for uh, released and upcoming Squaresoft products after Final Fantasy VII came out. So I have no idea. Like, I honestly don't even know if the tape is degraded to the point now that it's just unwatchable or not. It's just been on my shelf forever at this point. Have you ever watched it? Oh, oh, certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in, Otherwise, it wouldn't be open. Like, it would have had the, yeah, yeah. the plastic. But I haven't watched it in so long. Like, I couldn't tell you the condition of the actual footage itself. But, yeah. There's my Squaresoft VHS advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> they mailed me a VHS commercial, and I kept it. <laughs> I wonder. Right. I wonder if they're still at the Foster City, California address in any way, shape, or form. Like, do they even just maintain a mailbox there anymore? Yeah, I don't know. All right, I'm opening this thing. Uh, oh my god! There are uh, a couple really interesting things in here. Some uh, NES boxed games. Nice. Yeah, Chip and Dale's a fantastic game. Star Fox. Oh, that was with the Rumble Pack, wasn't with it? With the Rumble Pack, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, this is... Uh, Couldn't make that technology I, in the controller. Had to sell it as an add-on yeah, at that time. I save everything, for the record. Um, oh, like a, just a stack of the boxes. These are all the boxes for all the games I owned. For, for N64. Yeah, so I'm a box guy too, but uh, the N64 yeah. boxes in particular and the, even the Super Nintendo ones and the NES ones, like everybody yeah. and their mother had their Sega Genesis boxes, right? Because they actually yeah. protected the game and were plastic. Correct. But, you know, a lot of these types of boxes are a lot harder for people to get that are looking for them. Look at that shiny, what is that? Collector's Edition. Those are in great shape, boss. Yeah, they are. They, well, they've been sitting in there. So, well, put them back. That's your retirement, right there, son. Put them <laughs> back. <laughs> so many. I saw Goldeneye in there too. Go ahead, Troy. Well, unlike uh, the two of you, I open my statues and I display them. <laughs> and going back to the Game Breaker days again, Jason Winter and I were covering Neverwinter. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I wrote some, some pretty big articles for game breaker at the time, some tip guides and stuff like that, that did really well over the year. And, uh, this is Valindra shadow mantle, uh, before she turned into a lich. This is a very heavy, uh, statue. She, she tall. Yes, yeah, she is tall. <laughs> she tall. Uh, some of her little things have broken off over time, even though now you can't hardly tell because they're all brown and stuff, but. I mean, and, and based on the height there, like the build, she all leg too. Like she, she yeah, all right, leg. Right. <laughs> She's got legs. <laughs> okay, this one was actually custom made, so this is kind of neat. I like this. Um, obviously, I play a lot of FFTCG, uh, Final Fantasy trading card game. And so card boxes and sleeves and dice and all that stuff, you know, Troy, you know, 
having to carry those things to and mm. from and stuff like that. So I contacted Aaron Kane, who makes uh, handmade um, card boxes. And they're some of the most beautiful and highly functional card uh, boxes around. So if you're like, they're not cheap because they are all handmade. So, but he's got like a bunch of different models and he'll, he'll do batch orders. So it's like, okay, I want that model. I only have four orders in for that right now. I, it'll be six months. Okay, fine. So I contacted him to see if he would do a custom thing. And I gave him requirements and size requirements and all of that. But then I also gave him art requirements. <laughs> and I said, this is what it has to look like, but it can't look exactly like this or somebody's going to end up getting sued uh, for copyright infringement. And so when I approached him with the idea, he said, I really want to do this. I really, really, really want to do this. But I'm not an artist enough to do the art that we need. He said, I can do all the woodworking, but I'm not an artist enough to do what we need. I have an artist friend, but you're going to have to negotiate with him if you want to use him. So I did, and we got the art. It was sent over to Aaron, and then about four months later, my new card box arrived in the mail that uh, holds 100 double-sleeved cards, so it could be a commander deck if you're a Magic the Gathering player, and then uh, side slots for dice. But where the art comes in is the box itself. It's modeled after the puzzle boxes in Hellraiser. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so this is all etched into the wood. It's not just a, like a print on the wood. It's all etched into it. So you can see there's a texture all the way around it. And so, yeah, I sent, I actually have, you might be able to see it in the background there. No, you can't. It's behind. It's by the Guy Fox mask. I have a prop replica Hellraiser cube signed by Doug Bradley, who played Pinhead in the Hellraiser films. And so I sent 3D pictures of that to the artist, and then he used that to replicate it uh, with some minor modifications. So it's not an exact copy. We're not <laughs> getting copyright suit or anything. And then, yeah, I mean, it's just beautiful. And it's all held together with magnets at the bottom. There we go. So it just slides over the top and then those magnets lock into place with the magnets on the bottom shell. And it's a snug fit. Obviously you want it to be so that if it gets jostled around. It was not, Aaron Kane stuff is not cheap. This was way not cheap, but totally freaking worth it. Uh, and if you actually go to Aaron Kane's Facebook page, uh, he still has like pinned posts of this is one of the coolest projects I've ever worked on. And it had like all kinds of shots. So it's like, I love this thing. Uh, here's the real bitch of it. Obviously, when I got it, I was so happy with it. I was like, I can never use this. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but what a flex, right? Like you get to the table at the finals and you're like, let's play a game. <laughs> you know? It's like. I can never use this. So yeah, it's uh, it's beautiful though, absolutely beautiful. If you're looking for card box stuff, just Aaron Kane can't be beat. <laughs> Go ahead, Dom. Um, I might have 285 issues of a very particular magazine. Just that one. It, he has 285 copies of that Nintendo Power. <laughs> no, I have so many Nintendo Powers. 
So not all I, of them are in the best condition. Yeah, I have a lot of mine too. There's, they were but, great, dude. Yeah, but I, I do have a lot of other just general magazines from from that era as well. Uh, I'm sure you are familiar with uh, Tips and Tricks magazine. Oh hell yeah! You remember that one? Yeah, Rival uh, Schools on the cover there. Nice. Yeah, I had uh, Sonic Three, uh, the. Uh, <laughs> The game guide. It's 58 pages of run to the right, asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, as well as, you know, some favorites like uh, Game Pro. Oh, yeah. Game and, Pro was uh, great. Yeah, this one was uh, Final Fantasy X. I have that one, too. I don't have the first yeah. one you've shown, but I do have that Final Fantasy X Game Pro. Luigi's Mansion. Aww. I got so many. So many. Did you so. subscribe to like all of them, or were you a newsstand guy? Like, I like hit up Barnes and Noble or to, something. Subscribe to most of them. Uh, so this one has my old address on it. Oh, cool! Show us. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll put it right on the screen. So, uh, but if I'm not mistaken, I think this came with the issue of Nintendo Power. Oh yes, it did. That's the controller cover. It is for Donkey yeah, Kong yeah, yeah. 64. Yeah. Because that's not phallic at all. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on to these three bananas. What do you got, Troy? (laughs) Uh, The last one I've got is... I I uh, have two, but I could do them both at the same time. They're smaller. This is the last one I've got. It's a big boy. It's a Bioshock Infinite uh, Songbird Collector's Edition statue. Oh, Get that closer to the screen. I don't think I've ever seen that. That's really cool. That is awesome. What did that came with the collector's edition? Yeah, it came with collector's edition. Uh, you could get both uh, PS, the PlayStation, and the Xbox collector's edition of it. Dude, that is sweet. It's fucking terrifying too. Yeah, it, it's 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 a uh, pretty horrific looking. But yeah, this is this is my this is my big boy that sits up on the top shelf up there, and it's, uh, it's got no, a you gotta, good, as you can you, see, I've got a big head. And he covers. <laughs> he, you got to put that somewhere where light's shining behind him and scare the hell out of Mrs. Noob Fridge when she walks Thank through you. at night and there's just this shadow of a winged being. It'd be amazing. But yeah, once, once again, I, I unbox my statues and display them so I'm different than you guys. <laughs> so the so there's some that I'm like, if I get and they're sealed, I, I wanted them that way. Obviously, like mm-hmm. collector sets like this or I have the big Elder Scrolls Online one and I have a bunch of them laying around. Like they're already opened because I had to open them to get the fucking software out or the codes out to actually register it. So it's not like it's a whole, oh, I want to leave this sealed thing because they already are not sealed. My thing is like, I don't want to fucking dust them. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's like, do you know what a pain in the ass it is to dust these things? Um, I I the stuff I pulled out, I dusted before, (laughs) right before the show. I have a I have a shelf over there that's got amiibos on it, and I the other I don't know like two months ago I was like oh I haven't dusted the shelf in like six months, and I was like oh my god it's like dusting every single little one off. I was like this is why I leave stuff in the box. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got, Dom? Oh no, it's my um, turn. I guess I yeah. It's your sorry, turn. Sorry yeah, about yeah. that. Uh, so I got this, and I have a bunch of these, but these were ones that um, Torchwick and other members of the family. Uh, got me for Christmas a couple years back, and these are the uh, the uh, the Volume Three Minion figures from Final Fantasy XIV. So these are actually not the characters 
in the game, but they're figures of the minions that you collect in the game. And obviously, I'm a huge minion collector. So here is Titan. <laughs> He's so cute. He's so nice. cute. That's awesome. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, says in uh, chat, does Dom have nothing but Nintendo stuff? I showed off, I had a Batman statue, Mortal Kombat, Master Chief. I showed off some non-Nintendo stuff. Uh, so so this one, this one's kind of newer. I'm very proud of this one, though. Um, haven't had a chance to uh, try it out yet, but I, I got this. <laughs> um, uh, it's still freaking sealed. <laughs> so dumb. I just saw it was on sale for Mario uh, 10 Day yesterday. <laughs> you could have saved money, brother. I, I could. Troy, you're done, right? Yeah, I'm done. All right, so I'll just go to my last one here. Uh, we all know Tops cards, right? Uh, this isn't mm -hmm. technically gaming related, but uh, I was always a huge Garbage Pail Kids guy growing up. Love the Garbage Pail Kids cards. And mm -hmm. uh, in fact, my desk calendar right now is Garbage Pail Kids. That's how I know today is Warship tools day according to my garbage pail kids um, calendar from my son but this was a special edition uh, garbage pail kids thing that you had to order directly from them and it's just a few cards but knowing anybody that knows me these are based off of horror movie icons so there's Helen Razor a little pinhead there. And then there's same character, because you know, if you know Garbage Pail Kids, they had multiple yep. names for the same thing. So there's Cindy Bite instead of Cenobite from uh, uh, Hellraiser. Corpsey Cora. There she is, Bridal Brianna. Aging Ash. Hell yeah, baby. Hail to the king, baby. <laughs> Hail to the king. Oh, I've never, I don't think I have a Troy. You're going to like this too. Um, my oldest son for my birthday, I don't think I ever said this on the show, surprised me with tickets to, to see, uh, Bruce Palooza. It's a Bruce oh. Campbell event in April in Pittsburgh where he hosts watching a movie and a whole trivia contest and everything. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to Bruce Palooza in April. Bruce Palooza. Yeah. That's incredible. So there's aging <laughs> Ash and evil Ned crafty Chrissy. Nefarious Nancy, Insidious Isaac, and Demonic Dominic, and then a black and white version of, of Evil Ned. So these were like little special sets that you could That's only awesome. order directly from Tops. And every time they do a horror movie one, I'm like, yeah, I gotta I gotta go ahead and order that. I'm actually friends with Joe Simcoe on Facebook. Are you uh, really? Who, yeah, who does a lot of the, yeah, the yeah. garbage yeah. kids art. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Good stuff, gang. If you have weird gaming related or even not gaming related stuff you want to show off, please let us know. Throw it in a comment, throw it in a reply on Twitter. That'll probably be the best because I'd like to grab your pictures if you can uh, send them there and we'll bring them to the next show. Remember, no gaming gumbo next Saturday. It's Final Fantasy TCG pre release weekend. Torchwick and I will be at events. We will be back the following weekend. And Relic Grind will be next week as normal. On that note, let's go do Games of the Week. Yeah! 
Games of the Week is the way we finish up every episode here of Gaming Gumboats, where all three of us are going to make a recommendation. It could be a video game, board game, card game, mobile game, whatever. Something we've played, playing now, played in the past, never played before, but think you should. And you let us know in the comments who gave the best recommendation. Troy, you're up first. You know, I'll go with a game that I featured uh, on the show today, Hero Quest. Uh, it's a hell of a lot of fun. It's a simpler dungeon crawler, especially if you're just getting into board gaming and dungeon crawling, things like that. It, it's a great place to start. And there's a new version out, which is fantastic production quality. And it's it's still available. I was looking around right before the show, and it's still available. So you can go ahead and go out there and get you a copy of it, uh, Hero Quest. Dumb. Excellent. Uh, I don't know. Mario day was just yesterday whatever so yeah. uh i am gonna have to recommend mario kart 8 deluxe because uh dlc was just uh announced shown off they've been uh pumping out a lot of stuff and who doesn't love mario kart because it couldn't be rabbits you wouldn't know uh as far as the sequel goes whether it's good or not uh i'm gonna recommend blood bowl 2 yes blood bowl 3 just came out yeah i know i've been playing it i'm gonna recommend blood bowl 2 i know blood bowl 3 just came out i'm gonna recommend Blood Bowl 2. 2. <laughs> it's not that 3 is a bad game. Uh, that's everything I need to know. The game itself... <laughs> the game itself still has like some new... It just launched. It's got some new launch performance issues. But let's set that aside. Playing a game of Blood Bowl and Blood Bowl 3 is fine. Performance issues aside. The monetization, not so good. Not so good. Not so good. So I'm going to recommend Blood Bowl 2. And you can get that really cheap on Steam. And if you wait for a Steam sale, you'll get it really, really cheap on Steam. <laughs> Blood Bowl 2. That's going to do it for our show here today. No show next week. We'll see you the following week. Until then, Troy, where can everybody find you? Hey, I'm on the socials at Noob Fridge. Dom. Uh, you can find me down below at It's Zista. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R A I D E O, on Twitter, and you'll know every time we go live with a podcast, stream, or we're just hanging out. Until next time, stay safe. See you on the servers. You can find more statues.